0: Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper.
1: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer on New Thought Media Network. I'm Laura Topper. I am so pleased to be here to welcome you wherever you are, whoever you are, for this amazing 30 minute or a little bit more experience with me today and the incredible Dr. Reverend Roger Teal. This is such an exciting time to be able to meet Roger, Roger Teal. Dr. Teal, how are you?
0: I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. I'm great. Thank you very much, You're, Laura.
1: Oh, you are so welcome. You are great. I just would like to say uh, you have had such an incredible expanse of experience in, as a spiritual leader and as an author, spiritual teacher, traveling the world globally, delivering your message of truth, and senior minister at Mile High until 2018, a life teacher. This is what, you know, from your website, you say you're a life teacher you, and a leader. You really are. And uh, and an author of This Life is Joy. What a blessing for the work that you have given and continue to enlighten everybody with on our planet. Mm, I want to thank you. I want to thank you
0: mm-hmm.
1: for everything and the, and the inspiration that you have given to so many, me included.
0: Mm. Well, you know, part of the journey of of New Thought principles is that uh, we, as teachers, are learning and growing along with everybody. So it's been a journey of transformation and growth for me as well. It's been a privilege.
1: Yes, I bet, and and such an en- enriching experience for you for mm. to to journey from one. It's it's like it's like painting a picture, I suppose, and all of the the implements that you use to paint that picture so that you're creating your life in this way and giving and sharing at the same time to others, that giving and receiving, so so beautiful, so dynamic.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
1: So, Dr. Teal, you know, this, this show is called The, Pr- the Cosmic Prayer, mm-hmm. and each week we talk about prayer and how prayer affects our own lives and how it can affect the lives of others. So I'm interested in your experience of prayer and how prayer, uh, spiritual mind treatment, um, or whatever you define as prayer, has guided your life.
0: Prayer is at the heart of spiritual practice and uh, true mature spirituality. Uh, But, you know, Laura, uh, there's so much confusion and bugaboos around prayer that I think a lot of people have tuned out uh, because of uh, some rather obsolete theologies about prayer—that you're praying to a distant, disinterested God that may just decide to bless you once in a while in your life, but otherwise will be unavailable, and then um, is too busy to really answer everybody's prayer. So every once in a while something occurs, and then there is the idea that you know prayer is begging. Uh, or beseeching, or, or bargaining and manipulating the divine, if, he, if that were possible. Uh, and so there's so much confusion around this thing of prayer. And I think it is such a joy to come across a new thought teaching that says that God is unconditional love, and the divine holds you in its embrace always, and since you're an expression of God, you're the very breath and the idea of God and expression, then you couldn't be separate from that life. You're an impartation of that life, an emanation of that life. And, and so therefore, you have to be supported and provided for by that that divine life, which has given itself into expression as you. If it weren't in support of you, it would be alienating to itself. And that that's unthinkable. So the whole idea that we've got to send a prayer afar uh, is what we get to let go of and realize that the divine's intention doesn't need to be shaped. We don't need to convince God that we're worthy uh, or that what our need is compelling or any of that kind of thing. Um, our, Our job is to realize the presence, the power and the givingness of God. And in realizing that then we can be an avenue for that givingness and that power to flow. So as most of the great New Thought teachers have declared, prayer is not what you do to God. Prayer is what you are doing within yourself to open to that divine, to receive its love, to awaken to the mighty presence of the living spirit and to understand that its will is to flow through you, to bless you and me, to to provide and and to have an awareness of that presence is in and of itself uh, the gift and the healing of prayer. Uh, you know, So our, our, we, we actually become the gift in our prayer by simply opening to the compassion, the love, the givingness, the grace of the divine. And uh, when we know that, then we can learn how to work within ourselves. And a lot of the prayer methods of uh, new thought really are just a way, a path, and there are many different ways to achieve that awakening and move our awareness from being um, operated upon by the world, being at the effect of circumstances or um, physiological phenomenon or anything going on in the in the outer or human experience to move our awareness. It's the, it's the path by which we move our awareness to a higher state. And that higher state, that higher vibration or frequency is in itself the answer. It's it's the 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 way that the the power of God can uh, go to work at every any and every level of our life. So it's it's yes. to me I, it, it's one of the greatest blessings is to put away the superstition around prayer mm-hmm. and and have a precious gift of prayer uh, for our own lives that helps us. Cope because you know we're all having a human experience. We all have our challenges. We've got these bodies that that can uh, be afflicted at times or ache from time to time. We've all got situations in the world, and we're we not we're not able to control them all. But what we can control is our inner response, and 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 wh- how open our hearts are. Uh, we can control our spiritual and, and mental spiritual dynamics, and and so all spiritual practice is about stepping back into that God-given authority to uh, structure our inner life in response to whatever is uh, going on in in the world around us. And so prayer is a vehicle for accomplishing that. And to me, it's the greatest gift I could ever have been given um, is the the ability to come out of fear, uh, to move out of a sense of separation, conflict, uh, discouragement, and step into uh, a sense of of God's grace and God's good right here, right now. Um, and I encourage anyone, whatever level of study you're at, uh, is to engage in this and learn it and yeah. give yourself this gift so that you are what I call mighty in the midst. Um, mighty
1: you, in the midst.
0: I mean, we're all in the midst of the stuff of the world. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we're either a product or a puppet of it, or we're mighty in the midst of it and and our prayer life is is that great gift wherein we can achieve a sense of inner empowerment no matter what is going on
1: yes so thank you for you know for speaking on that because that's such a rich explanation and answer and I know it's not just an answer it's your way of life it there's is. a difference isn't there between having a you know having it in our head and thinking yes i've got to pray because if I do, it will work. Maybe if I don't, it won't. And actually embodying it, embracing it as a way of life where we're living our moment by moment by, by using prayer as a tool for what's to come. Yes. So that it's the beforehand of everything rather than the after effect and then the begging to unfix that. Because ultimately we're changing our consciousness, aren't we, in, in prayer.
0: That's exactly what it is. And then we come to understand that there are those times when we deliberately pray, which is we deliberately move into the upliftment of our consciousness. But then we have a very mature understanding that wherever that consciousness resides, that is our ongoing prayer. It's like uh, when the Bible says, I think in Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. What I really should have said is, Mm -hmm. by the way, you're always praying. You are praying without ceasing because your consciousness is um, the creative output into a creative universe. The universe is responding to your consciousness by corresponding to it. So um, in a way, we're always putting out our creative template into the universe. And that's tough for some folks to initially grasp. Um, but that's how powerful we are. We have the opportunity to realize that we are co-creators with the power of the divine, and our consciousness is always creative, even when we don't think it is or don't know that it is. It still is. That's why a lot of people enhance their struggle uh, and their their difficulties in life because they haven't received the great good news that they're creative beings and that the shifting of their lives into greater good begins with taking authority inwardly and and working with their awareness. And that involves a lot of unlearning. Um, Most people, their biggest task is not just to learn these principles, more than that. It's about unlearning a whole lot of nonsense that they've accepted about their lives unwittingly. I mean, when we're very young, we start getting told things by the people around us, by the world around us. And we're like little sponges. We're not discerning. We just accept it all. And and usually at some point in life, um, an individual will, will grab onto a message that who you are is not intrinsically enough. Mm, who that's you the, are is not enough to be loved. I, and
1: that's I think that's a global um, – I don't mean to interrupt you here, but I think this try. is such a vital point that um, – Roque, thank you for joining us. And David and Lynn Serlin, I know they popped up. Thank you for being oh, here. Oh, yes. My, my
0: love and blessings to the Serlins. Uh, oh, amazing.
1: They've been for a long time,
0: and uh, David has written a wonderful book out. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I love the Serlins very, very much.
1: And Roquet is an incredible uh, mm. sound healer and teacher.
0: Mm, um, lovely. Just to go
1: back to that point, though, that that is such an, a foundational misbelief, isn't it, that we're not yeah. good enough.
0: Yeah, and usually that message... Um, uh, gets uh, embedded or engraved in most individuals' consciousness very early on. So it's a very deep insecurity. Uh, and and it breeds so much fear, uh, this sense of inadequacy that we picked up uh, even if even if people have loving parents. eventually, um, it's like a virus. We're all dealing with a virus right now. But there's a, an earlier virus that may be humanity's most destructive. And that is this sense that um, one way or another, we let in the idea that who we are is not basically enough, that we have to become something more to be approved of. And so we rush out into our lives to try to create evidences of our, of our goodness, to be lovable, to um, um, be worthy and, and adequate. When all the while, that which we basically are as a spiritual being, and we are spiritual beings having a human experience, what what we are as spiritual beings is in and of itself totally worthy because it's the very essence of God. How could it be anything less than that? But it is done unto us as we believe. Mm -hmm. So if we go into a, here we are created this glorious, we are luminous light beings, And yet we have put a bushel over, we've put a a, a cloak over our light with that idea picked up from the human lesser thought that uh, we are um, intrinsically not enough. And then we try to uh, deal with that in most of our lives. But the great breakthrough is when somebody says, you know, that was erroneous from the beginning. Unlearn that. And then unlearn the other things that have stemmed off of that, like life doesn't love you, um, that abundance is difficult that uh, you're not creative or your intuition isn't very good and all the other little things or you always have to struggle with this or struggle with that. Those usually all are tendrils that come out of this basic idea that who I am is, is, was not created enough, and that's a lie. Yeah. I don't care what traditional religion says. It's a lie, and I think it's one of the toxic abuses of traditional religion meant to bring um, humanity under its control. Um, Because you don't grow a big, powerful church by telling people they don't int- basically need the church, yeah. um, that they are created in the image and nature of God from the very beginning. And the church can facilitate that awareness and spread a healing energy. But that hasn't always been enough for uh, the, the church when empire became more important than healing. Yes. I think I've digressed a little bit, but... Um, at any rate. It's
1: okay, there's never a digression on this show. <laughs> it's all relative and it's all very important and interesting because it all links together. All of it yeah. links together and yeah. comes back to that knowing that through prayer we can make these changes. So I'm really interested, Dr. Teal, because I have so many questions here but i know that time is not um you know it's kind of i don't want to go be here for another four hours i can listen <laughs> to you all day but a few questions one of them is your com- the community that you you know that you took the baton from and you 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 um you stepped into mile high where i read on your website you know there were up to ten thousand. um Members and friends of Mile High that were in your consciousness of your leadership there. How did you inspire people, and how would you inspire people now to continue with a prayer practice, if even if they feel that that may not be at the um, the center of their lives and that there are other more important things to do right now other than pray?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I would say to some folks if what you have been doing in your life to support your life is working, then keep doing it. But if it's not working, then maybe it's time to look at some fundamental shifts that can transform things and really be open to them. Understanding this, that any new practice uh, has to be repeated a number of times before it's integrated in us and before it flows. So don't be surprised if when you first begin to work with what we call affirmative prayer uh, or what uh, in certain centers are called spiritual mind treatment or whatever you want to call it. Um, it. It it feels a little awkward at first because it's like when you learn to ride a bike uh, or even learn to walk. You had to get your sea legs. You had to find the balance points. And, and more than anything, though, what helps with prayer is to realize I'm just working with me. I'm just beginning to shift my awareness from a lot of toxic or limiting notions. And I'm, I'm opening up to a greater energy, a, a greater self. All right. And, and so in many cases, our prayer forms have some steps, but eventually we get those steps down and, and it just flows. Yes. In, in my book, This Life is Joy, I tried to uh, offer a really simple a prayer form based on an acronym, and I use a lot of acronyms in my ministry. You do? I like them. (laughs) Yeah, the word is GIFT, G-I-F-T, and that can be um, an acronym, each of those letters for the steps or stages of the transformation of our awareness. And the G stands for God is. And we spend some time meditating on or reflecting on that God isn't a distant source, a, a man in the clouds with a long beard that God is a divine essence, intelligence, love, and creative energy everywhere present, everywhere present, even within us. And we, we, we come into the deep awareness that God is love, as the most of the profound spiritual paths have, have declared, God is love, not a conditional love. Uh, with the frailties of human level of love, but an unconditional, universal, eternal love. It is the absolute life of all life. It it is an infinite intelligence and it is light. And that, that divine essence is here now. No matter what's been going on in my life, in my circumstances within me, God is here. So we spent some time coming out of that sense of estrangement and separation And we begin to feel that warm sense of that divine. And always in prayer, we want to not just know it, but we want to feel it in our heart of hearts. So the G stands for God is, and the I for I am. Here is where we let go of a lot of old notions like I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm not that. And we declare the higher truth because we're realizing we're spiritual beings. I am pure spirit. I am born of love and I am an avenue for love. I am connected to divine intelligence and everything I need to know flows to me as I accept this. And and I am the joy of spirit. I am powerful. And so we start knowing the I am of us, the God intended, the God self, the higher self. So we start with God is, then we personalize it. I am. And then the F in gift stands in my model for from now on. And here is where we plant seeds in the creative soil of the universe. We say, from now on, meaning this, it, everything in my consciousness is now new. I am prospered. The right job is finding me. I am strong. I am confident. I am joyous. I am attracting love in my life. As I give it, I receive it. I am prospering. I am abundant. We, we declare as though it were happening now. Everything, because everything is twice created. First as an idea in mind, in the invisible, and then as a form and experience in the visible. So we declare from now on, and we, we do present tense affirmations because the universe doesn't know about the past or the future. It just accepts, what are you believing now? That's what you're going to get more of. What are you planting in the soil of the universe now? That's That will predict the harvest And so in this stage, we become very declarative and deliberate from now on. Here's the truth that I own and that I release into the universe. And then the last, the T, is kind of a dual thing. It's thanks and take over. So we've spent some time in celebration, deepening our acceptance that what we've declared from now on is a real happening. It's a mental spiritual seed in this universe. We, We celebrate that. And and this this giving thanks is not thanking a distant God for deciding to show us a little mercy. No, no, no. It's celebrating our transformation. It's celebrating our realization of, of this healing truth. And then we turn it over. Thanks and take over. Then we we, just like the farmer lets the seed go into the soil so the soil can do its job, we in prayer, having shifted our awareness and having accepted something new and greater, We turn it over to the machinery of the universe, what in New Thought we call the law of mind, that infinite power that shapes everything known in the invisible and forms it into the visible or the world of experience. We turn it over and we let go. The old phrase, let go and let God is what we do. So that's a a four part way that if you're new to this, if you're watching and you're new uh, to this or listening, um, just remember gift. God is. I am. From now on, thanks and take over. And remember, these are stages of things going on within you. And when you are uplifted and when you've created this kind of healing by meditating upon these truths, it's like a mirror. The universe is like a mirror. It mirrors that which you have now become through prayer into your life. And you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to try to force it. You may be guided to... uh, Um, be a part of the manifestation of what you have declared in the prayer. But you don't have to worry any more than the farmer has to worry that the soil isn't going to do its job. Uh, It will, as long as the conditions are kept right, the soil Mm. will do its job.
1: Oh, you've just, you've simplified the five-step treatment process into four steps and it all (laughs) makes sense. And it's just so beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Pleasure. Uh, There's a question I have. So I get asked this question a few times. So what you know I'm praying I'm praying and I'm I'm treating and I'm doing it and my demonstration isn't coming. So if I continue to treat am I digging it up or am I doing it with conviction that because I know treatment is changing consciousness but how do we address that with somebody when they are asking that question well I am I am praying and I am constantly doing my treatments, why, you know, they're saying, why isn't this changing for me? So there, um, I know my answer for that, but I'm really interested in your- in your Good,
0: well, your... go <laughs> in where I don't get it all out there. But here's the deal. Um, uh, first of all, uh, Ernest Holmes, who founded one of the new thought schools called Science of Mind, um, he, he was very clear. He said, treat until you get results. Yeah. Because of a couple of factors. Number one, when, when a farmer puts the seed in the soil, unless it's a certain kind of weed, uh, usually you don't see things for a while. That doesn't mean nothing's happening. It means that it's happening beneath the surface of the soil. Yes. That the forces are working upon it. And then in due time, we begin to see the first appearances, the first sprouting, and then it grows from there. So that's one thing to bear in mind that depending on the the highest action on our prayer is there's a, a, a gestation period where it doesn't look like something's happening. But we've got to take care of ourselves and say, hey, wait a minute, don't draw that judgment. Um, I know that the universe always works. The laws always work. And therefore, something's happening, even if I don't see it. And the second thing to know about this is oftentimes... Um, what's really also happening is we our prayer goal is here but we're still kind of hanging out a little lower in our awareness and acceptance so our ongoing prayer builds our acceptance our believing our conviction to where it's a vibrational match with the goal or with the affirmation that we've put in there so sometimes sometimes we're developing a greater and greater acceptance so that it matches what we've put out into the universe and, and here's the deal. We can put out great stuff in the universe, but if we still have fear going on, if we still have um, a lot of erroneous beliefs, if we still allow ourselves to engage in uh, n- negative kinds of thinking, toxic thinking, um, we can't have this demonstration until we're a vibrational match to that goal. And so if it seems like there's a lot of delay, first of all, don't worry about that delay, but ask what more, what in me needs additional healing? Um, maybe I'm still hanging out in fear. Or maybe I just need to do more spiritual study and keep um, evolving my, my believing and my conviction, my spiritual experience, or maybe, maybe I'm running into an inner blockage. Um, every one of us has what I call limiting paradigms and, um, these are these are notions that we have allowed to uh, put a clamp on us. And uh, sometimes, um, let's just take an example. A certain person may be praying for a beautiful, um, significant other, relationship, a partner in their life. And yet they still may not have healed this idea that I never do good in relationships. Um, and so sometimes we have to take a look at that fear. And, or um, maybe, maybe it's in the process of attracting that perfect partner, there's another level of inner development, and that's called opening one's heart. I have to open my heart. I have to be vulnerable. I have to be giving. I have to be open and not closed. And so sometimes, uh, in basic, in certain really significant prayer requests or affirmations, there's a lot of continued. Spiritual development that comes up um, for healing and for releasing, so that so that then when we say, I I am love, and love moves into my life in beautiful ways, there's nothing in us that contradicts that. Mm. And so often that's what our prayer work is is really doing is removing our inner contradictions to yes. the dream that we have for our lives.
1: Yes, working on that unlearning.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dr. Teal, I am just so grateful to you for being here and to shining and sharing your knowing with the listeners and who who, who are here now and those that it will reach in the future.
0: Would you oh, go ahead?
1: I was gonna ask you if you would like to to um, to give a prayer now, a short prayer with me.
0: I was I was actually going to offer that.
1: Oh. You are. Uh,
0: so great minds Well <laughs> so, again before I do that thank you for having me and and I just want to uh, be a voice of encouragement to everyone listening that if you if you are new to this dive in. Um, there's so many this this network and uh, there's so many teachers and ways to really embrace this uh, transforming thought and you deserve it you deserve this this is reclaiming what you're designed and destined for. And uh, so it's, uh, it's a bit of grace that you're attracted to this. And if you're a longtime student, what I know in my own life is that we're never done growing, and mm-hmm. I'm growing, and I'm deepening. And we all, especially as we experience the challenges in our world, it's very, very important for us to um, turn up uh, the wick turn of the, of the lantern, to do mm-hmm. prayers for our world and for humanity, even more um, lovingly and fervently than we ever have before. It's a time for uh, us to be putting out that vibration into the universe. And though it seems invisible, it's very powerful. Uh, so that's my encouragement to everybody. So uh, let's, let's, have a, let's have a moment um, of knowing and of prayer together as we take a deep breath. And if you choose to close your eyes, that's wonderful no matter what you do, just allow this experience to settle in and to feel that which I'll be declaring. As we breathe deeply and we center into this moment, Now we move into our hearts, from our heads to our hearts. And note together, there is only one life, one power, one presence divine. And that is God, the living spirit almighty, birthless, deathless, changeless spirit, life of all life. That life is total and omnipresent love. It is an infinite, unbounded intelligence. It is light divine. It is the only and the ultimate reality. God is all in all. And all of creation is the outpouring of that divine. And all of creation lives within this divine love, this light, this perfection, this joy. And I know that I am centered in that life right now. That I am an expression of this divine love, this intelligence, this light, this joy. And therefore, I shed as an old skin all the old things that I have thought about myself or has been told to me. And I step into the light and I know that I am love. I am the joy of the divine in expression. I am supported. I am empowered from on high. I and the Father, Mother God, are one. Now and unto forevermore. And my heart sings with the joy of this healing awareness. And I feel a sense of this intimacy with the divine right now in my heart of hearts. It's like a wave moving through me and a peace and a power abides within me. And knowing that all things are consciousness moving into form and that I am a center in the mind and consciousness of God, I now proclaim that I am whole, I am beloved. I proclaim that I am prosperous life, unbounded life. I affirm that I am creation unfolding. I am guided and I am revealing evermore of the perfect pattern of the divine seated as the God self within me. And therefore, I struggle no more. I stress no more. I fear no more. I am the light and the joy and the power of the spirit. It is working through me. It is through my word that it is done unto me. And I just give thanks for the healing of mind, body, emotions, and conditions in my life. They are up leveling as I stand in this place of light and joy and truth. And I am so grateful for this good that I have initiated in mind. I know it is the the Father, Mother, God's good pleasure to give me this and more, and I accept. I rejoice in profound gratitude. I am uplifted, empowered, energized, And I walk forth with poise, peace, and an unassailable power. It's the power of love. And now I release this knowing, knowing that the creative machinery of the universe is already responding to this that I am, this that I know, and I let it go with a great sense of joyous anticipation for the unfolding of good and greater good than I can even imagine. And I say yes. And I walk in my ensuing days and moments as a yes to God's ever unfolding good for me. Thank you, God. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, life. It is well with my soul. As I release this, I know it is so. I let it be so. And so it is. Amen and amen. And
1: so it is. Thank you
0: my pleasure
1: thank you my
0: pleasure thanks for the opportunity anytime you get to pray for anyone you're actually doing a prayer for yourself and you're blessed even before the blessings uh, shower in upon anybody else so thank you for the opportunity laura and all the best in your unfolding ministry
1: thank you so much for being here for sharing for inspiring the listeners for inspiring me and for just sharing your knowing of prayer because i know that somewhere somebody is listening and taking this on mm. in their heart. And if one person changes, that's it. That's the job done for me.
0: Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Dr. Roger Teal, And to everybody listening here on the Cosmic Prayer, New Thought Media Network, if this has touched your heart and if this landed in your mind and heart and you feel so grateful to, uh, to give a lo- love offering to the network, then go ahead. The link is here. It will be here in the post. This this post will be available, of course, on the network, on my own Cosmic Prayer page, and as a podcast for for those of you that like to listen if you're driving or doing something else in the day, then this will be available. So thank you again to Dr. Roger Teal. Thank you, Chris, for tuning in here, and see you next time on the Cosmic Prayer. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper. Okay.